Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buputo. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. We're excited to be a great guest today. We do. We have Lori from Scott's Balls. From Scott's Protein Balls. Oh, hi, thanks for having me. Yes, Scott's Protein Balls. And I just want to say, we met her when we were in the Hamptons. I almost just She's... felt like an SNL episode then, by the way. <laughs> I Did know, you exactly. feel like sweaty balls for a second? <laughs> yes, and then that yes. was like... <laughs> we met in the Hamptons was when I was at Soul Cycle. She saved the day because I was starving, dying. And she just comes over and she's like, Marge, I have these great protein balls. I have this company. My husband created it when I had cancer. And... They were magnificent. So I just want to just talk about it because it came out of a necessity out of like, you know, something that was a little sad. Right. And but it came into something completely fantastic. But you're healthy now. So I just want Lori to talk about it because, first of all, they're freaking delicious. They are. Let's just go. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. So thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for Um, coming on. I'm so excited. The the long and short of it is I in 2017, I got diagnosed with breast cancer. It was a shock. I went through treatment, surgery, everything. It was it was a rough summer. And I always thought of myself as someone who took care of themselves. But that summer, you, you're just like, you're out of control. You realize yes. how out of control you are. Treatment ended, summer ended. I got on the scale. The place where I got radiation was next door to an insomnia cookies. I made the decision that every time I had radiation, I was entitled to a cookie from of insomnia course. cookies, yeah. right? It's fair. After the summer, I got onto the scale and realized I better get it together. So I went to a nutritionist. I got into the best shape of my life. But she said, no more protein bars. She said, they have soy, sugar, preservatives, bad for you, sit on the shelf for a year. And I don't know about you guys, but everyone I know has carries around one or two protein bars all day yeah. long. Yeah, everybody has a protein everybody bar. Everybody has always a bar. Have one like, I have a protein bar. I have right. protein bar. I have because we, we think it's healthy, but we don't read the back because we, we believe in the marketing. So I would come home and complain to Scott, my husband, who's in finance. And I'm a I'm a CPA by trade. So uh, both of us are in the business world. And he said, you know what? You went through so much. I wasn't able to help, but I'm going to create something for you. And and he did. And he went online and he made all these concoctions and recipes. And he created this little perfect peanut butter cacao protein ball. And it was perfect. And I went back to my life and I carried them in little Ziplocs. And little did I know, everybody started taking them and eating them and 
friends and family were now leaving our house with a gallon sized bags. And the joke was that we had to start a business. But Scott was commuting from Long Island to Manhattan every day. I was recovering. I'm a mom. And we weren't starting a business. So we gave them away. And then fast forward, COVID came. And it was a scary, weird time for everybody. My kids moved home and we didn't know what to do. And I said, we're going to roll balls. That's it. Now, wait a minute. Now, Scott never cooked before. No. I mean, he's a barbecue. He's a (laughs) barbecue. So he just like came up with this protein recipe, Scott's protein balls recipe, like, you know, which is pretty. This is so impressive. This is very impressive because thank you. Obviously, he loved. I was just going to say the love for you. He loves you so much. There's so much love there that can make me cry right there. Yeah. (laughs) But no, that's very, very sweet. But I'm just saying is just because I've had these. They're delicious because most of those protein bars make me want to hurl. Right. I got to be honest. Right. They don't they're taste good. disgusting. No. Now, I don't mind because Scott's balls do get caught in my teeth a little bit because <laughs> I have veneers. These are the only balls you want caught in your teeth, ladies <laughs> and men the and fa- everybody in America. No, they are very delicious. Yes. I've had multiple varieties of Scott's balls. And, and, and I, I love it. So it's just like so during the pandemic, you're like, we're going to just start making That's these what we balls. Did. So we just started making the balls and giving them out to friends. And then little by little, we we sat an inventory and we went into some local stores and we went on some mom groups and and it kind of took off from there. And it's so the joke was it was we called them Scott's balls. I saw my little nine year old niece was eating them and taking them to school. And I said, okay, we have to change the name. And that's when it became (laughs) Scott's protein balls. Yes. (laughs) Like it's crazy. We were in 85 stores now. Wow. We're in Newark. Kennedy and LaGuardia. We have our own You're website. You're in all those airports. And, that's, airports. and that's a big deal to get in airports. It is not easy to get in airport stores. It's not. It's not. That's a big, that's a big hurdle. I really have been like hitting the pavement and just trying to get us out there. We did a lot of pop-ups when we first started, especially in the Hamptons. I think that's the way to do it because people hear it. You know, we give, we give out a lot of free samples, you know, as you do with, with soiree. Yes. Um, yeah. But that's the way, that's it. You get people hooked. They, they need that mocktail. You know, they, yes, they, they need yes. that protein ball. Yes, they need that. Pro- you just I love keep it. giving it to them. Wait. So then you developed all these recipes. You were in your kitchen. You're like, I want to try this. I want to try that. You had to get all the natural ingredients. I mean, you guys literally you learned on the fly. Did you make oh, yeah. some mistakes along the way? Because people oh, yeah. find that interesting. it's like because there's so many things. It's like, how do you know to preserve it and all those other things? Did you get like a chef in? Like, what did you do? So Scott really handled the recipes for a while. We made a lot of mistakes, you know, but and at first we were we were ordering the, the ingredients on Amazon and, you know, and it was just this little thing in the kitchen. Then we moved into a commercial kitchen and, and we started to scale up. But, yeah, we we hired the wrong people. We yeah. everybody looks great on paper. Yes. And so that was definitely something we're still learning from. Someone did say to me, hire fast, fire faster. Mm-hmm. And that was like a great bit of advice because. I'm a person who, I, you know, I think everyone, I want everyone to like me. But then I realized, you know what? You got to be the boss. And mm-hmm. it's hard if you're not used to it. And, you know, like I said before, Scott calls us accidental entrepreneurs because we're not, we were not entrepreneurs. We were both in the finance business world and we ha- we're learning every day. We're still learning. But with with determination and grit, we're, we're making something out of this because it's gluten-free, dairy-free, plant-based, um, and it, it checks all the boxes. And, you know, because I had the history with breast cancer, I don't eat soy. I don't eat the soy protein isolate. I should be clear. I love edamame and, and tofu. But the one the ingredient that's in all the bars is really not good for you. And their bars are bars are filled with dates, which are a healthy food, but they have a lot of sugar. And like you said before, Scott says he used to pick his protein bar by which ones didn't, tasted like the best of the worst. And that, yes. and that would be it. 
So we we're providing something for people with dietary restrictions. And the difference with our product, though, is we store it in the refrigerator yes, or the freezer yes. because it has no preservatives. It's clean. You know, in the airports, we're in the grab and go and and we have colorful packaging. So, yes, your packaging is great. I, I just want to say to everybody, to me, I, I think they taste very cookie doughish. That's the consistency. And that's why I love them so much. Because they they just taste fabulous. They do, and to me, it's ingredient wise, which yes, is they're, why it's my clean, it's clean. they're clean and they and they taste good. Thank but you. I think also we have to clarify clean for people because yeah. I think this is something that has got very muddy over the last yeah. few years. Well, yeah, clarify clean, please, because every I, I say that to stuff about my soiree also. Yeah, the safflower oil and all these things that are in these vegan healthy things. Correct. Correct. are the worst things you could be consuming. It's, it's very yes. true. It's very true. To, the first thing for me, clean, is no preservatives. And that's why we're refrigerated. But, you know, there, if you can't read, if you don't recognize ingredients on the back of something, you shouldn't eat it. You yes. know, that's how, that's how I look at it. I read more labels now than I did, but I don't want preservatives in my food. And I want, I want superfoods. So, like, that's what we have. We have chia seeds and flax seeds and organic oats or oat flour and you know, as it started, it was a peanut butter cacao ball. Yes. And then someone said, can you make one with almond butter? Our red velvet has almond milk. Then someone said, can you make nut free versions? And we were like, that's a great idea because now the kids can take those to school. Yes. So, you know, we try to keep up with with what people like and, and taste. But the most important thing to Scott from minute one was the taste. And he wouldn't compromise on it. And I said, well, I need it to be this many calories or have this, this you know, particular nutritional number. And he wanted it to taste good first. And so you did ask me before. We have brought in a, an amazing woman. Her name's Trisha Williams. Her company is Daily Dose. And she does a home meal delivery service custom. But she came in and she's helping us as our chef food scientist. Yes. We have a new product coming out very soon where we made our own proprietary protein powder. Oh, I love with that. Trisha, all organic ingredients. And it has seven ingredients in the whole bowl. And it's coming out very soon. We're just always looking to make it cleaner, make it better. Another thing is, you know, a lot of things that you buy, you don't read the labels, you know, and we want people to be able to read the labels. We we want people to feel good about it. And you could eat one, you know, as a snack. I've I've eaten four as a lunch, you know, and you just have to be feel good. I I like it for a breakfast. I had it. I had it for a breakfast. And and then you don't feel guilty about it. That's exactly. And, And it's good for you. So that's but I love that, you know, where it came from. You, you know, it came out of a necessity. I say, you know, a lot of accidental entrepreneurs, like you say, it comes out of necessity, a need for something absolutely in the, in the market mm-hmm. where, you know, it came out of a, you know, a time in your life when, you know, things weren't so amazing. Right. Well, you know, that's kind of the lesson that I, that I teach my kids. You know, I have a 22 year old and a 27 year old son and they worked for us. My my older son's girlfriend, who's now his fiance was the boss of my younger son who was going to college at the time. And he, he got a three credit internship out of this. I mean, we literally grew this on our kitchen counter. But the message is, you know, it came out of a breast cancer diagnosis. And we did we, we started the business during COVID. So here's two big negatives. That, yes. You know what? You could get in your bed and you could crawl under the covers and pull the blanket over your head. But that's not who I am. And that's not who my husband is. And I said to my kids, there's always a silver lining. Like, it doesn't really matter. What happens if you give up hope and if you don't look for the good in something, you're never going to you're never going to go forward. You're just going to stay stagnant. And I'm just that's who I am. That's how we are. And and that's how we run the business. We we only like to deal with people who have the same philosophy. I, 
I surround myself with positive people and positive energy. And, and I just believe that anything can happen. And that's who we are and, and what we are. And we'll see what we do. Last year, last April was my five-year anniversary of the uh. diagnosis. And I had an important mission. I fund, I work with a charity called BCRF, Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Yes. And I also work with the Samuel Waxman organization. Yes, I know mm -hmm. Samuel Waxman. And they're honoring Scott and I this summer. Oh, um, nice. At their annual gala Great. as entrepreneurs. But BCRF, through the research they've funded, they, they funded a test that's in California that a lot of people don't know about called the Oncotype. And that research determined my own personal journey. I did not need chemotherapy because my rate of recurrence came back low. And everyone I know and everyone I speak to, I make sure that they know about that test because it personally impacted my life. So at my five-year anniversary last year, we formed a partnership with them and we donate some of our sales every year now to breast cancer research. Wow, so that you have a great charitable component. That's, that was important to me. I wanted to bring it together. You know, I wanted to help other people. And I think research is, is, the, is everything for, for all diseases, but especially for breast cancer. No, of yeah. course. And also with breast cancer, there are so many different types, right? So there's many. Mm -hmm. what, what you have, there's the triple negative. There's, you know, there's all different oh, yeah. kinds that, yeah. that affect women. Without a doubt. Um, and men. You know, I, I feel lucky when I, you know, I got the call. Scott and I were, were boarding the plane. I had had a biopsy two days before. I'm an optimist. I didn't think I would ever be the one to get that phone call. You have breast cancer. Um, and we're getting ready to leave for our older son's graduation from the University of Michigan and the phone's ringing and I'm like, uh-oh. And I answered it and they said the words that you don't want to hear. And we just, we got in the car. We had to go to the airport. We had to go to our son's graduation. It was my birthday. It was like the worst oh. weekend ever. But you know what we decided? We're not talking about it because if you don't talk about it, it's not real, right? Yes, and, yes. And yes. We, it didn't exist. And somehow we got through the weekend and then we told the kids and, but I still didn't know. I didn't have an MRI at that point. So I didn't know you know, am I dying or am I going to be okay? And so we got through the weekend, got back. I had the MRI and you know what? I, I, I feel lucky. Like, and you have to be lucky even when you're being unlucky, you still have to like be lucky. And so they said, you're, you know, you'll, you'll be okay. And so you get through things and, you know, it just, it makes you better and stronger and more resilient. And I just think that we grow from bad things and, but we like to have fun also. So we lean into the name. You know, like you said, we I love we have a lot of jokes, you know, where do you think that you get your resilience from like growing? Uh, tell me where you get your resilience from, from my family, from my family. Um, my parents are very positive. We just we've always taken, you know, put on a smile. It'll be OK. And my grandma actually um, died of, of emphysema. She was a smoker her whole life. And she when she couldn't travel anymore and couldn't do anything, she was on oxygen full time. And she would sit and I'm, I'm dating myself, but she would sit on every Friday night and watch Robin Leach on the travel. What was it called? Um, Lifestyles of the Rich and Lifestyles Famous. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yes, my Yes, yes, yes. So she would sit there and she would say to me on the phone, I'm, I'm going to India tonight. I'm going to China. <laughs> and she just like wouldn't give in. And, and she said attitude is everything. And I really believe that, you know, the same thing can happen to a diff different people. Other people that got diagnosed with breast cancer, similar to what I had. The world was ending and why me and poor me. But I, I just couldn't be that way because I don't want to be a victim. And and yeah, bad things are going to happen. And, and I don't know what's tomorrow. So I'm going to live for today and I'm going to spread positivity and surround myself with with people who who can stomach, you know, me going through a bad situation. And 
And not to say that I didn't get in bed and cry, you no, know, of course. or have many bad days. Yes, you know, of course you I'm did. I'm never going to say like it was, you know, all rosy. But I just believe, you know, get in bed, cry, do what you have to do, but then get up and go and and be who you are. And I never expected this path. You know, my my kids are grown. And and now, you know, I kept walking around saying, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. And it kind of found me. And it's it's overwhelming at times. I work. I wasn't working for a while. And now I, all I do is work, you know, and, and having your own business. Yes, you, it, it overwhelms. Yeah, it's 24-7. Like and now people who used to talk to me all the time, they're like, where are you? What are you doing? But I, it's it's my path. It was my journey and that I didn't even know I had. Now, do you think having like finance and like a CPA background was beneficial as an entrepreneur? Because I think sometimes like, did it make you less risk of like more risk averse or like, like how did that help? That's a that's a great question. So because we both have financial and accounting backgrounds, that part of the business is easy. So, but as an entrepreneur, you know, you have to wear every hat. So we went through a lot of people and a lot of changes and had to get help. And Scott also says a lot, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So it was just us at the beginning. And so we've been trying to hire the right people, the right team to bring in, you know, until a couple of months ago, I was head of marketing, head of HR, head of ingredients ordering, head of everything. And Scott does the books. But yeah, you have to accept that you don't know everything, which is hard for people. And Scott's the one, you know, worrying about the the purse strings and caring about what we're spending. And I'm the one who's saying, if you want me to do this, (laughs) I have to do it my way. You know, I know we need to hire this and I know we need to do that. So we are bootstrapping, working on, we have a, a deck that we're about to be finished with to raise some money um, just to bring in the right people. You know, like as two accounting finance people, we've gone as far as we can, you know, on our skill set and our and our experience in life. Now we need to to get the right people to do the right advertising online. And we know that we need that. We just didn't want to spend the money. So we're we're going to raise some. And, you know, we think we can really go places with this. Um, We sell it online all over the country. And of course, and you're no, oh, you're in you a lot of go, retailers. Yeah, we're in a lot of retail and everyone we meet, like everyone has their flavor. You know, my mom only eats Snickerdoodle. And to me, that's the one I eat if I don't have any others around. And I like the birthday cake. Yeah, the birthday cake too. is a very popular one. But we have couples hiding them from each other. We have like the kids get mad because the parents finish them or the parents get mad and, you know, they hide them in the freezer behind the vegetables. And <laughs> I know that, it's we, we really do. No, I took mine home from the Hamptons. I didn't want to leave it at my girlfriend <laughs> Jocelyn's house. Yeah. I was like, let me take home my Scott's balls. I was like, I stuck. I ate some in the car. Then I stuck them in the you know fridge when I got home. They're addicting. They are. They are. And so about a year and a half ago, we looked at each other and we said, I think we're going to do this. I think I think we have something because you could feel good about it. It tastes good and it fits it fits into your lifestyle. You know, whether you're a busy mom, a kid, a, a gym person, you know, it just it works. I eat the brownie for dessert at night, you know, so I yes. could feel good that I didn't like eat a real brownie. And I don't. And that doesn't mean I won't eat a real brownie because I believe in balance. That's that's how no, I live my absolutely. life. Absolutely. No, it's like it's it's a great business. It's a great, it's a great product. It's everything's fabulous about it. Like, was there ever, you know, you did this and now it's like your husband, did he give up his, his day job? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're, um, it's all me. And we have two full-time employees, Katie and Kyle, and they're in their mid twenties. And we like to keep ourselves around young people because they are fresh, they have energy and, and they have so much passion and they've been with us since 
since minute one. And we were all in this commercial kitchen wearing masks and we didn't even know what each other looked like. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now do you roll the balls or is there like a little ball form? So that's a great question, too. Because the balls are pretty perfect. So thank you. Scott is proud of that. Yes, Um, yes, yes. (laughs) So at the beginning, we were just rolling them by hands in our kitchen. When we moved to the to the commercial kitchen, I found little ball rollers like melon ball rollers or little ice cream scoopers on Amazon. and, And that's what we do. And now we can make 10 balls a minute in our. Wow, that's wow. good. 10 we, balls a minute. We have about a dozen people lined up at a table and they make balls all day long. But we are moving very soon, actually this week, to a co-packer who is a company that will make them for us. They have a machine that can make 100 balls a minute. Wow. wow. So we are going to scale up. We have some big meetings coming up with some bigger retailers. And real, I really like the packaging. I yes. think the packaging is very cute. And, and it goes and it goes right in your purse. So it's just like to figure all that out is is an undertaking. I think people don't realize that like when you have a business, was there ever just like, you know, you're like, oh, my God, this is this is so overwhelming. How are we going to do this? About five times a day, (laughs) I would say. So happy you say that. (laughs) We were not in the food business. No, that's either. Not entrepreneurs. The packaging that we have today, I'm so proud of. You should be. It used to be. First, it was in little bags from Amazon and we would put and Scott would print stickers and then it was in plastic containers. And then I it went through so many iterations. The bags, it was it was they were so ugly and they had 20 balls in them. And I was handing out packages of 20 balls. So we've made so many mistakes and learned so much in such a short time. And oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like you go to bed at night and you're like, why am I doing this? And but then you get a moment and and you get an order from a new store. We're going into Cromer's Market in Sag Harbor on Friday. So I feel so proud because we I've driven past that store a thousand times. I've bought a million products there, but like now our products are going to be there. Like, and we have a house there and it just, it feels, it's very authentic and it's our, it's our life. And I work hard to get into every store. Once we weren't, one of the stores, my team went to refill, to restock and they said, we don't want them anymore. There, you know, it was a, it's a bagel store that closed early. And I said, okay, fine. And then they call back like a week later because people were coming and asking for them. It's it's sort of like a little addiction. I do want to mention that it's a full family business. My parents are every Friday they go to King Collins stores and do demos for us. Okay, that is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So they go every Friday. They stand at a table. They give out protein balls. My dad still delivers to stores for us, local stores in our neighborhood. And we all, everybody got involved and, um, you know. Do you feel like this brought your family closer together? Oh yeah, absolutely. We definitely are closer because everybody's so like proud and can't believe it. And at first, you know, it was a joke. It was literally a joke. And Scott incorporated it as Scott's Balls LLC. Yes. (laughs) And then like, so now we're like entering real contracts and talking to real people. And literally we still have to say, they're like, and what's the corporate name? And we're like, Scott's Balls LLC. (laughs) We like can't even make eye contact, but it started as a joke, but it became, I don't know. It's just, I guess your life just, you really never know. You know, you You know, if if someone would have told you 10 years ago. Oh my God. You know, that Never. this is going to be your life, you know, in, in yeah. the kitchen yeah. I doing mean, this. I and, and it's like, you know, I had breast cancer and I didn't expect that. I didn't expect this. So you you wake up your whole life and you really have no idea what's tomorrow. And so I, I like to enjoy every day. I got radiation. I had to go every day for six weeks. I had best friends and family members. One of my best friends, Arlene, made a spreadsheet. 
It was called Driving Miss Lori. (laughs) Every day, somebody drove me back and forth and I got to sit in the car with them and like hear about, like we just got to bond. And, but every day at radiation, I would lay there waiting to leave thinking I got to go because Scott and I planned fun things. Once a week, we slept in the city. We saw shows. We walked the high line. We, we did all these things that we didn't like plan on doing. And so I was literally getting radiation thinking, let's go. I got, I got to go. I have places to be. And when I look back now, which is almost six years, I don't remember any of the bad stuff. I know because That's you did amazing. all that fun stuff. I remember doing all that fun stuff. My son's fiance, Paulina, she came with me to radiation. I barely knew her. She just came and sat with me and and we got to know each other and and now they're getting married and like so many great things came out of so many such bad times. Yeah, isn't that you know, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. That's so well, it's, sweet. You know, it That's sucked. really it really it did. Sucked. It did yeah. suck. It was awful. But all these good things happen. Yeah. And it's that's because it's your attitude. And you know, there's different well, it's ways. also testament to you. Everybody yes. really like loves you and you're so well, positive. And I just I have a strong family. I have a strong, strong constitution. I've had other health problems, I've had other things not go my way. But I refuse to be a victim. I just it's a choice. It is it is a choice. Like you can decide every day, you know, am am I going to like from everything that happens, even, you know, I can't even think of all the examples, but we all have challenges every day. We have people are sick. Bad things happen. And, you know, how are we going to handle it? Like we have we have to be strong for ourselves, for our children, for our parents, for our friends and and our everything. And if we're not, then like we just bring we bring bad energy into the world and nobody needs that. No, 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 nobody wants that. We all have a bad day. We all have stuff to complain about, but like nobody cares. (laughs) They're dealing with their own stuff. And if we're there and we're like, it's going to be okay, you know, even if it isn't going to be okay, why shouldn't we believe it will? I think you have to tell yourself it's going to be okay. Because if you don't tell yourself, but you know what? It always, something good will happen. Something good happens. I mean, listen, bad things happen, but something good happens along the way. I think if you believe it, it does. I think once you, like we say, once you give in to like, okay, like this is the hand I'm dealt and I'm just going to like give into it. I think that's when it it snowballs down. And and I think it's so important. And we say all the time, resilience is the most underrated human quality. Yes, it's critical. It is critical. A lot of people, you know, I always say we're more resilient than we realize, but a lot of people don't have resilience. I think that's, a quality I don't have a lot of tolerance for that people don't have resilience. I, I freak out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like if my if any of my friends have low resiliency, I'm just like, oh God. You know, it's painful for me. I get yeah. it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, bounce oh, yeah. back. You know, let's come on. You know, I'm rallying around you. Listen, it's I not, get it. I've been accused of having toxic positivity. I probably do. My positivity, I haven't been called that, but I I think sometimes I'm annoying. Because I just, I said, like, I just, I believe it will be okay. And even if it isn't okay, but then something else, it will ultimately be okay. And I have a friend one day who said, I'm not naming names. I'm so scared. I have to go for a blood test. And I'm thinking like, it's one needle to get a blood test or to get a COVID shot. Like, are you kidding me? Like I had, I've had my blood taken so many times. I had drugs put in my body, you know, to, to cure the cancer, to get over it. Get over yourself. Like, Put up your I guess we'll panties. talk about the big yeah. girl pants. And yes, that's just it. And I don't I don't have the patience to deal with nonsense anymore. No, I, yes. You know what? I, I get patience. exact. I think that's what it is. Also, I think I 
I feel like I'm that way a lot. And I think people get annoyed with me because I don't have a lot of patience for done so much. I, and you I feel like so I've hard. done a lot and worked so hard. And, and I think same thing with you. We, you know, we're women of a certain age. We've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. So when people, you know, the petty nonsense or, or very victim like behavior for whatever, I'm like, you're going to pull through. Yeah. You no know what? Patience. And and no matter what happens. And it's just we're going to come out the other side. Agree. And even if Agree. we're going to come out the other side with a limb missing or something or, That's just you know, I, I buried the, fu- you know, not listen, I wasn't married to him, but I buried the father of my children and it was heartbreaking and it was this. And I, I watched my children suffer. But you know what? I didn't think I was going to get through that day, but I got through it. And, you know, my kids got through it and every everybody gets through. Right. Right. You know, yeah. and it depends how. And it depends how. And, you yeah. know, and we got through stronger for it and better. Absolutely. For, you know what I mean? And, yeah. we, and we did the right thing. So I, I guess I don't have a lot of toler- tolerance for people who aren't resilient. I, I feel like I have a lot in common with both of you because I think I could be named having toxic positivity. <laughs> yes, toxic positivity. <laughs> and I think that some people yeah, don't, I get very frustrated. don't want to be around it. And I am trying to learn how to cut that out of my life because if you don't want to be around me because because I find the bright side or because I'm going to be your cheerleader, then I don't, I don't, I can't keep you around. I can't no, keep no, you in my life. Cheers exactly. On you. Yeah. People, you know? yeah. People mm-hmm. said to me, oh, you're being negative. No, that's not negative. Cause I don't want to be right. Cause it's just like, realistic. I'm like, get over it. That's right. like, that's not being negative. No, that's like real, being realistic. It's also. being realistic. Right. I'm just right. like, come on, bounce back. Yeah. It's just like. There was something that you touched on before that I really want to just reiterate to the listeners. Cause I think this is one thing that people, when they're creating a brand, make a big mistake that it has to be perfect. Yeah, I like oh, that no. you said that. I love that. that you said there's been a true evolution oh, to your absolutely. brand. absolutely. Absolutely. We're working on, as I said earlier, our own new protein powder and I'm ready to release it and launch it and and one flavor worked and the other one we're still working on. We're still in the test phase, but it's it's upsetting when it doesn't work. But you know what? We're going to go back tomorrow. I'm going to go back to the kitchen, go back to the lab nothing's perfect right away. And, yeah. and, and that's another thing we've learned is ev- you have to work hard and we've made a mistakes. We've, it, 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 nothing happens overnight. And until you are an entrepreneur, I don't think you could really appreciate what's involved in being an entrepreneur because now that, you know, I know, I know what you guys have gone through with your brand with Soiree because I know it and I've done it. And that's why like, if there's any way we could help you. Oh, thank you. We, we understand like how, how hard it is to get to get through this process yeah. with a with a, a consumer package good. And yeah. And it's and any start, you know, any, any startup. startup and any it's startup. just like and you don't have a food background. We don't have a food background. Right, I mean, right. it was something yeah. so foreign and new to us. So what was your in your business or whatever, like your big girl panty moment? I know it was, you know, when you were diagnosed with breast cancer. But what about in your business? What was your big girl panty moment? Were you like, this is my sink or swim or. So we were fortunate. Uh, so our, we really kind of launched our website in April of 2021. And that's like when we say our business started, we had hired someone, her name's Nicole. She did our, our marketing and all kinds of things um, and helped us. And she got us an interview with Good Morning America. They were going to have do an episode in October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, where they were interviewing brands who came out of breast cancer diagnosis. So we were fortunate enough to get chosen to be one of the three brands. Wow. In the middle of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we were, we were nobody. We were nothing. You know, we walking around with these horrible packaged protein balls. And uh, we got on and we were one of the, one of, one of the, the brands. And it was, it was the most incredible thing that ever happened, but we were very naive and we were like, okay, great. We're going to get on and we're going to talk about the brand. And isn't that so nice? No clue that they were going to flash the website and that 
about a billion people watch it across the country. And <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yes. So unprepared. Like, we're just like, this is great. We're going to tell our story. So the website exploded in different time zones when it hit. The orders are flying in. Our, our website broke. We we're like on the phone with the web guy who was like, had mil- a million <laughs> jobs, who like was doing this as almost like a favor. We got a thousand orders. Oh, my God. Within 24 hours. That was great, though, that you got a thousand orders. It was great, but we were fully unprepared. So we had to, we manned up and we hired everyone off the street. We were like, my, we had friends at our house, but we were still making them in our kitchen. So everybody came and rallied and we had 900 boxes. We had to make boxes. I'll show you the video one day. You'll laugh. And we did it. We took four days and we made it through every order. And then we said, we have a business. Like I, I can't wait to write this. your book. I know. Listen, the BPM must have been going crazy. The bulls per minute. <laughs> but the BPM, exactly. No, but I'm, I'm going to use that. Can I yes. that? Uh, you can have the that. BPM. I love that. The BPM. Yes. But that was the minute. And I and I realized like, wow, we're, we're going to we could do this if we can yeah. get a, if we're our tiny little team can get out a thousand packages in four days. Somehow, you know, we did it. We can do anything. And we, we did. For sure. I love it. Absolutely. That is amazing. It was cool. So we always talk about like what percentages it takes to be successful. Margaret always says like 50% delusion in a good way. Our optimism. Yes. And 50% determination. How do you think your percentages stack up? I think that my my optimism is probably one of my best characteristics um, because it, it just it, it keeps me going. It keeps and it keeps me running the company and believing. So I would have to say that that's a lot of it. I would say maybe I'm 75 percent of optimistic and the rest, the 25 percent is the learned skill. I think partly the hustle. Mm. I knew we had a product. I knew I'm optimistic, but I learned how to how to move, how to shake and how to how to do it. You know, that's not my background. That's not my skill set. But I believed. And when I believe I could I learned the hustle. So I guess that. I love that. Yes, that I love the optimism too. Yes, yeah. I always say I'm optimism and grit. Like it's it's it a is, nice mix. It is. It you is. Know? It's, it's hard work. It's um, delusion and determination. <laughs> That's what I said. Delusion and determination. What would be yes. your most entrepreneurial advice as opposed to, to business? Anyone plan? like looking at a new business? Can I give a couple of things? Yeah, you can give, as many, give as, like. as many as you want. Okay, so first of all, I would have to say whatever you think it's going to cost. It's going to cost way more. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Ridiculous. I know. Oh, what do I say? I was doing numbers this morning and I could cry. <laughs> I was like, that's how much we spent. Oh yeah, my God. I mean, no I don't even I, no I don't even want to know. So I let Scott handle that. And, and I'm delusional with that because uh, that's not what my job is. So I would say definitely budget more or have a plan B of how you're going to raise money. Definitely surround yourself with the right people, with the right team. Um, you know, we've had some like people that are, you know, they just don't share our mission or or our um, vibe, move on. Like, I think the hardest thing, one of the hardest things for me is I mentioned before, like, I want to be everybody's friend. I want everybody to like me. Sometimes I have to be the boss and it's, it's hard because I have friends that work for me and family members and I need to get it done. Like I have to get the job done. And if I can't, then I'm not, then it's going to fall on me and, and I won't, I won't be successful. So delegate, get the right people around you and realize you're going to spend way more than you thought. But if you believe in it, then then keep at it. Yes. Did you manage a team previously in your work? I'm a, I'm a CPA who wasn't working for a while. I was raising my kids. And so I wasn't even working. So no, 
I would say no, not in a very long time. I think managing a team and yes, delegating to other two agree big with challenges. No, I, you know I what it is? With I just say, Lexi, could you tell them? Yes. <laughs> delegate to Lexi. <laughs> right, right. I had to fire someone recently. And, oh. you know, I'm, I walked around pacing and I practiced it a hundred times and it went really well. Except that I, I didn't completely fire her and she's doing something in a different capacity. Oh, my God. That's so funny. All right. She's not doing that. But you know what? She's really good at what she's still doing. And we evolved. And like, so that's maybe it's amazing. just about evolving also. And but I do think that you're right. And one of the hardest things about managing a business is, is managing the people without a doubt. Everyone oversells everyone's resume and their interview is so much better than like when they really come and, and do it. And if they're not rolling up their sleeves and getting dirty with you, move on. Yeah. I and agree. I have to take that advice too. No, yeah. I, I agree. My mom's a business, like a coach. So I'll call her sometimes with things. And she's, she has really good perspective on things like that. Cause she's like different people's skill sets. Just cause someone isn't exactly like you doesn't mean there isn't a place for them. That's good advice. In business, like you can, you know, she's really good at that. I lean on her though a lot. We, though for we that. met a, a lovely woman yesterday yes. who has a great business. And her her thing is she hires people who are just like her. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was not a bad thing either because That's I always said Lexi was the taller, thinner British version of me. Yeah. Younger, taller <laughs> British version of me. You guys have a great vibe, a great connection. Yes, we, you, yeah. you like, you complement each other yeah, so we've well. We've been together lucky. 15 years. Yeah, we're, we're very we're, lucky. We're very, yeah, we are very, we it's do beautiful. everything it's together. I loved meeting you guys. Thank you. Oh, oh we love meeting cycle. you. I mean, you saved me that day. I was like, oh my God. I know. Yeah, My friend Stacey who works for me said, you have to meet these women. You have to come over here. Oh, that was so oh, nice. I, I was so happy. Oh, we were so we're happy. So and, now, and now we're going to be bonded for life. Yes. I'll be eating those Scots. Well, I'm putting bread. you guys on a subscription. I know. Oh, I will. But we have I, a subscription No, business. I really, I really, really love it. I do. And I'm I, really excited about the protein powder too, because I've yeah, I've only ever found one that I'm happy with. And I'm really not that happy with we're that We're working either. on it. it. And then we'll probably, we have other ideas in mind. And, you know, we'll probably launch the protein powder and, I eventually want to do dog dog balls. Um, no, I don't do think I'll call. I don't think I'll call them that. But no, 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 no. <laughs> Bella's my dog's allergic to chicken. Oh, you know, I just my dog a lot has of dogs had stomach allergic problems. to poultry. We learned that last week that dogs are allergic to chicken. A lot of dogs are allergic to poultry. I had it's we had no idea, and all his food had chicken. Yeah, because yeah. was he itchy? What was he? No, he once in a while he would shit the bed. Oh, <laughs> shit the bed. And it was bad. That's my disaster. And then when I never Scott has to start a day like that, it's not a good day. For not a good day. You, you don't want to, if you start the day, oh shit God. in the bed. I was listening to Jeff Lewis yesterday and there's a new supplement that's nature's ozempic called berberine, which I've been trying and it's not working. I'm still starving. But one of the side effects that someone said on Jeff Lewis was the guy shit his pants three <laughs> times. No, we don't and need to I do that. And then I put my white jeans on this morning and took my berberine. I was like, oh God, is today I, the day no, I shit No, we don't jeans. want you to shit your pants. All right. But with that said, oh, thank you. I'm grateful thank you to be so here. Much. Oh, thank you. Really? Everybody, thank you. you have to have Scott's Protein Balls. Lori's going to tell you where to find, just tell everybody where to find you. You can find us on our website, scottsproteinballs.com. We're in a lot of stores. We're in Newark, Kennedy, LaGuardia airports. And look around, look look on our website. We have a list of retailers and we'll be in some big chain, oh. national chains And your Instagram, soon. do you have the Instagram? Yes, at Scott's Protein Balls on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook if you're still on that. So please visit us. We're yeah, grateful. Facebook's actually good. A lot of people still yes. on Facebook. We have I a lot of Facebook, Facebook people. The, the normal people are on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Nothing You're right. Against you Instagramers. A lot of spenders, a lot on, of spenders are on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. One last thing I want to say is 
be grateful because yes, we learn to pay it forward. And it's, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. The, so many people who helped us get to where we are, we pay, we like to help other brands and other people because that's what it's all about. Collaboration and you're right. And helping so others. True. You're right. Achieve their goals. Absolutely. It is about paying it. Forward. It is. It is. It is. I'll, oh, and anyone I meet who asks me for help, I stop and help. I, I don't, I don't mean on the street. I mean, any, <laughs> anyone who's starting a business and no, you're right. You Listen, know. I'm the same way because I was in licensing before and a lot of people reach out to me and I'm constantly like, and I'm big with the networking Since and the, the introductions. You, you are not a gatekeeper. Yeah. You I help, I help everybody. Secrets. I give everybody, but you need this contact. That da, 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 I do it all the I time. I met another brand at SoulCycle last week who was popping up. Um, their name was Swake. They were selling a sweat proof makeup and I Ooh. bought it and I gave them advice because because I remember me, I remember standing there and wondering like, you know, what do you say? What do you do? And how do you do it? And it's so good to help people learn the stuff that, that you learned. Exactly. Exactly. If we could save anybody from making mistakes or, you know, things that we've been through, why 100%. not? Good. Well, thank you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thanks everybody. Scott's protein balls. You will be obsessed. I'm about to have some right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to have some now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar caviar dreamers. Dreamers.